this is Coach's Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. here with another episode of Coaches Chat. I'm here for a quick one today. One, I have a few things I want to say at the start of this episode. Um, One, if you have not already checked it out, I am um, on a guest episode of Maestro on the Mic. Um, The movement maestro, Shantae Cofield, was kind enough to have me come onto her podcast and talk a little bit about what I'm doing with new trainers, trainers who want to work in the gym, build their fitness business. So if you get a chance and can head to her uh, site, I'll put that link in the show notes. You can listen to that episode. That's why today's episode is dropping on a Wednesday rather than a Monday. Uh, Also want to update you that we've got Oh, just a few more weeks left here in the month of December. I'm going to have new episodes out on Mondays for the rest of the year. And they'll just be me. And then starting in January, we'll have new episodes with guests. Some with just me, some with guests. But we'll get back on that guest schedule. Um, As I have now about resumed my full work capacity since returning from maternity leave. So we'll be able to bring back guests and have some longer episodes featuring some coaches and some professionals from a lot of different realms. So I'm excited about that. So keep listening. Again, we'll have some episodes in December, but we'll have those guest episodes starting back again in January. So I'm going to talk today about something that I think is so important, and it could probably be a much longer episode, and it could be uh, a series of episodes, but I'm going to keep it short today. And and maybe if it, it resonates, we'll do a little bit more later. But this is about setting boundaries. So typically at the start of a personal training career, what I've seen for many new trainers is this struggle to set boundaries. And part of that has to do with sort of the flexible nature of personal training, the one-on-one nature, and the running your own business nature of personal training. Particularly in the gym setting, we're talking about working within the structure of a gym with its own rules and policies, but the one-on-one client management task is really left to the individual personal trainer. And because of the familial relationship that is often created in between clients and trainers, it can start to get muddy in terms of boundaries as it relates to time, amount of work provided for the client, scheduling, um, 
additional resources, cancellations, and then just conserving one's own energy as a trainer. And this, again, it's like what I just said. It's a little bit because you develop these really pretty amazing relationships with clients. They become more like friends. They become more like family. But it's really important in that that we still keep those professional boundaries. And for many new trainers, it can be difficult um, at the start to feel like they can set those boundaries because of the sort of hustle nature of building their business and their need to be on call or available for clients to prove that they're worth their service. And I want to insist that as long as you are doing your absolute best in programming, you're bringing energy and effort into the sessions, you are responding to messages within a timely manner, you are being sort of, you know, you're reaching all of these professional standards, then it is totally acceptable to set reasonable boundaries. And let's talk about what some of those boundaries are. So in terms of time management, it's important to set boundaries on the time that you're working. We know that you're only getting compensated typically in most commercial gym settings for the hours that you're with your clients, but you're often spending time emailing, text messaging, calling back and forth in terms of scheduling, in terms of providing some additional guidance, things like that. So we know that the amount of money you're taking from that session that you're being paid is also including that time that you're spending outside of your individual session to work on things for that client. So one thing I would insist is that you make sure in your the gym that you're working, you're fairly compensated with the understanding that you are working a bit outside of that hour. So your hourly rate should reflect that. Additionally, you want to make sure that you're just very clear with clients from the from the outset, so this can come in an email, it can come in your initial paperwork, that you have, let's say, a 24-hour response policy. So you are going to respond to them within 24 hours on business days. You want to specify that if you don't want to be responding to messages necessarily on Saturdays and Sundays. Same thing goes for, you know, text messages and emails. So emails feel like sometimes they're you're a little it's a little easier to set that boundary. And maybe uh, with text messages, it feels a little bit more difficult. You wanna be sure that you clearly state that boundary for yourself, whatever that looks like for you, whatever time of day you feel is appropriate to answer a message. But then you also, as the professional, need to make sure you're following that. So if you don't want someone to text you after 9 p.m., don't text them after 9 p.m. Use your behavior as a way to model how you would like to interact with your client. Realizing sometimes there are understandable, you know, one-off things that an emergency or something like that, but setting those boundaries are really important in terms of communication. You wanna be clear on what is provided in your service. So if your client is asking for additional workouts outside of their session, is that included in the price um, 
that they are paying for the gym or do they need to purchase an additional service? Be careful on this one if you work for a commercial gym and you don't, they don't offer an additional package for preparing workouts outside of the gym. You may want to talk to a manager or something like that because you don't want to take under the cash, under the table cash, um, if that's not what's within your contract. So realizing that you just need to make it clear that your professional services come at a price. And so they're paying for this session. Are they also paying for additional support outside of the gym? be clear on that. That's a great way to set boundaries. Set boundaries for yourself in terms of how much time you'll spend on your work. So if you're programming outside of your clients, can you find a single day or a single chunk of hours where you're working on this so that you're not constantly sort of taking care of work over a lot of different days and spaces, you're not sort of taking it too much home with you, you may have a certain uh, time carved out for yourself. Again, if you work better, sort of doing a little bit here, a little bit there, that's great. That's what this uh, job provides you in terms of flexibility. But if you feel like you'd like a little bit more delineation between home and work, a little bit of space there, you can set some times and set some locations where you're willing to work on your programming or your emails or your responses or something like that. You could go to a coffee shop, a library, or you know a gym lobby to work on those tasks at a given time. That'll help create an additional boundary for you. You may wanna place boundaries around the amount of clients that you're willing to take on. So. Typically what we think of as client, you know, the more clients we have, the more personalities, schedules, individual needs we need to manage. So ideally, if you have clients who train, it's sort of like a it's a double-edged sword because you have you have you have few clients but they all train frequently. That can be really helpful in terms of you don't have as many people to manage, but if one of those or two of those people go away, a very large part of your business is gone at that given time. Uh, Similarly, if you train a lot of people just one time a week, you have a lot of different people to manage, a lot of different schedules, a lot of different moving parts, but when one or two people are out of town, it doesn't uh, hit your income level to an extreme. So something to think about in terms of managing your income and your energy as far as uh, your attention to many people or just a few people. That's another way that you can set some boundaries. So you'd set some boundaries in terms of letting the sales staff or or letting anyone who might be sort of steering clients your way that you take up to this amount of clients and that's what you have available. Also in scheduling yourself, are you willing to work early mornings and evenings every day? Are you willing to work those sometimes? Are you willing to work weekends? We know from a building a business standpoint, particularly if you're a new trainer, the more your schedule is open, the wider you have, uh, the wider your availability is, the more likely you are to fill your schedule. Again,
again, I'd like to say that we should probably aim for that within reason. So until you've built your business, you may need to have more availability open than you would like to, but you can still set boundaries for yourself as it relates to, I'm willing to work nights two times a week, but I'm not gonna do it every night of the week. I'm willing to come in early four days of the week, but I'd like one day where I'm gonna have a slower start. I'm willing to work one day of the weekends for a four hour chunk. Whatever that ideal schedule looks for you, you're going to present it and then try to stick to it. In that if somebody wants a time that doesn't fit on a day that you're open, you have to weigh whether or not you're willing to fudge that boundary to add that client, or if you're going to keep that boundary, realizing you may not be able to take that client, they may move for you, or you'll have to wait for the next person. So it's really about sort of setting yourself up for that at the start, knowing that the greater your availability, the more clients you can get, but those boundaries protect your energy. They protect your drive for the job. Um, getting burnt out really early is a, is a big part of why some people end up not sticking to the career. So that's something to be thinking about when it comes to placing boundaries on your schedule. I'll make a note of, I'll, I'll note this here because I think it's helpful for people. It is possible to have a great training schedule. It is just something that you often have to develop over time. So one of the things that worked for me is I worked with clients for about two years, built up my business, worked later than I wanted some days, worked more frequently than I wanted some days, ended up um, building really great relationships with these clients, went on maternity leave with my first daughter, came back and said, in order to have the schedule that I want, I will be in the gym from this time to this time. If you would like to continue working with me, I would love to work with you. You just have to have a time that is within these available hours. And because I had already built that relationship, I lucked out and every single person moved their schedule to fit into mine. But part of that is one, being good at what you do, giving your best, giving more than your best, being generous with your expertise, knowledge, delivering superior service, and then earning that time. So people who come in and want to have this dream schedule on the first week, I just, I really think you got to earn that. You have to earn it and at the same time, you have to be aware of what is really possible for you in your life and how this fits your life. So it is possible to have a dream schedule. I worked, you know, Monday through Thursdays from six to three, I had clients back to back to back to back, which some people don't really like because some people really need time in between clients. And that's something to think about in terms of boundaries too. Can you do three or four sessions in a row or do you need to give yourself some breaks in there? So I would do eight or nine sessions in a row. I really like that. I can stay on it. I can stay focused. And then I was done for the day. Um, and I had a very successful, lucrative um, 
career in the time frame that worked for me. So that's something that you can build over time. And if, if you if you compare it to jobs in other sectors, in other sort of areas, in other fields, similarly, while you're not building your own schedule, things begin to, you, you reap more benefits the longer that you're there. And you want to make sure that you're in a position where, where you can do that and that your uh, gym or wherever you're working does that for you a bit. And last thing I want to talk about on boundaries here today, and then we'll, we'll see if we end up talking about some of these things a little bit more in longer episodes. But one of the boundaries that we really need to talk about is your personal relationship with clients. Every gym is going to have different policies, but you want to remain professional. And at, at first, this can feel really silly that I'm even bringing it up, but these close relationships, these sort of almost friendships that come out of working one-on-one with someone for a long period of time are really valuable and are really one of the great reasons that people enjoy this kind of work and that why clients stay around so long. And we need to remember that we are being paid for our role and that we bring a certain level of professionalism. And when some of these relationships muddy, we get into a position where we are at the mercy of someone who we really care about and we need some clear lines on what services fall within my job description and what I can help with in terms of like suggestions as far as meal planning or as far as sleep and recovery go or extra workouts or even people who want to kind of move their time around a lot. If you haven't sort of set some professional boundaries, that person who is very close to you, that person who uh, knows your kids and knows like the stuff you did on the weekend may feel a little bit more comfortable asking for something that you're not really comfortable giving in terms of changing your schedule or uh, waiving a cancellation fee, things like that. Again, I'm not saying that this to say that you can't have these really rich relationships with clients and that they can't know about your family or that Uh, You can't have spent time outside of your sessions, but you do need to be clear on where the bounds of your uh, professional relationship go and how you can articulate that in moments where it starts to get blurry, in moments where you feel like your relationship is being taken advantage of. And again, this this isn't to say that everybody's out to do that, but it, it can happen without you even knowing it. So really creating clear professional um, delineation between this is related to my work and this is related to the relationship that we've built. And it goes without saying that the, you know, there are This is a work relationship in many ways, and all of your behaviors with that person are reflected, are a reflection of your professionalism and a reflection of how you care for your work. So 
behave accordingly. All right, so that was a little talk of boundaries. Sometimes it can feel hard to draw the line. Sometimes it can feel hard to say, I can't work past this time, or I, you have, um, you canceled within 24 hours or whatever it may be. But these boundaries are what protect your energy. They protect the drive and the motivation to keep going in your job and can help this be more of a long-term career than something that constantly feels like it is invading every aspect of your life and you don't have separation and you don't feel like you're protected from um, sort of, I don't know, things falling apart. You, you, you want to make sure that you in your career are the priority. That should be first and foremost. So even if you're brand new, you still can set boundaries. Realizing you may have to offer more of your time or put a little bit more uh, elbow grease in in the beginning, it's still important that you are um, someone who deserves rest, deserves uh appropriate compensation and deserves to be treated like the professional that you are. If you've got questions about this topic or you want to talk a little bit more about it, get into more specifics, um, maybe we'll, you know, talk a little bit about ways you can kind of create these in email format or how you sort of create an initial contract, uh, things like that. We can do that. Uh, send me a DM. I'm at foster underscore strength on Instagram, or you can send me an email, betsy at bfosterstrong.com. I'd love to talk with you, talk about how your career is developing or making that leap and help you with this journey. All right, if you need anything, you know where to find me. Until next time, bye.